Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. I am Matt Bronger. With me, as always, is Amanda. Uh, you can support us at uh, uh, Patreon. Patreon. Uh, you can go ahead and, uh, and sign up. We've been making some changes there and adding new things. We're going to be doing all kinds of new videos and fun things. Um, so if you can support, please do. And be sure to check your membership because uh, we are uh, eliminating a, a tier, the $1 tier, unfortunately. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's, like it's just time, you know, That's to kind all. of... We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. But I think having like half to organized content videos is not necessarily what we like to do mm. versus just like oh here's this crazy thing matt guess what i just found out well we got to <laughs> yeah we got, we got too specific on uh what we're, gonna, specific. what we're gonna do but anyway thanks for calling thanks for yeah, supporting so support uh, patty she needs she yeah. needs some love and support yeah if you uh if you can't uh do that go ahead and leave us a nice review uh five star us it always helps even if you think it doesn't go ahead and try um so I will be in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina this weekend, October 24th to the 26th. Next weekend, November 1st and 2nd, I'll be in Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbrook Heights. Hasbrook, I think, New Jersey. So uh, new hour, just moving stuff around. Uh, I was just in Portland. It was fucking amazing. So uh, great. Um, I had a bit of a thing this morning where I was kind of, uh, you know, hitting a wall and was, uh, a little, a little, a little mad at circumstances, nothing big, nothing major, but I realized, and the only reason I'm bringing this up, I think we all have people in our lives, usually the person closest to us that we can just like put, like push a button. They don't realize they're pushing a button. Uh, this term gets overused for sure, but they trigger you. And uh, my wife and I were talking about just something random, and uh, you know, she she was like, "Well, the thing is, you always blank." And I was like, Blarp. "Like I had to walk out of the room and uh, take a second. And it was kind of only reason I bring that up is if you have something like that where someone is like, they they just be aware of it. Just be aware. Just like if you know you have a bit of an anger problem, or if you know that like you are uh, someone who gets immediately depressed when like a Disney song starts playing or something. So you can kind of prepare yourself and kind of go, well, this is going to happen and then I'll get through the other side and it'll be fine. Uh, it, that's, that's one way I kind of found a way to get perspective in that moment. And we talked it out. Whereas in years before, things like that would have been a knockdown, drag out fight. She would, you know, she drove off, would have left to going to work. And we'd all, we'd both just simmer for a couple hours and then we'd eventually call and then we'd make up. But it was like, I feel like that's evolution. And right now I'm kind of trying to evolve. I'm trying to be a better person. I mean, we shouldn't, we all try that. be weird if someone's like, I'm never evolving. But like, I think that's, that's kind of like what I'm trying to uh, move towards. Like, make some changes in my life. Uh, they don't have to be drastic, but just something in terms of wh where I'm doing right now is just like, look at that moment and go, all right, like, don't lose your shit. That really uh, bugged the fuck out of you, but we'll deal with why in a moment. Just control yourself. And uh, it's, it's, it's even interesting sometimes to kind of be in that moment and be like, fuck, I'm really mad. Like, I remember once I was like, um, I got this. Uh, I got this news back when Carol was my manager, and she told me that uh, these guys. Uh, it was long story long. Basically, this this this. Uh, I'd been brought in for this audition three times, and they told me. I found out years later it might not have been true from one of the producers on the project, but the guy, my agent, told me they wrote the part for me, 
and then I didn't get it. And so I was just fucking so angry and uh and and Kara was like, geez, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I was like, I'm actually almost amazed at how angry I am right now. Or it was kind of that thing where you can kind of stand back and go, Well, that's a giant fire. You know, as <laughs> long as you don't like burn up in it, you kind of can go like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, mm-hmm. I'm so fucking angry right now. Or you kind of like sit down and take a breath, even though it would feel a lot better to go punch somebody or, or kick in the TV, you can kind of just go. And yeah, I feel like that's 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 on a lot of levels where you know, I I remember uh, a girl that I really liked was like, oh, I don't I don't think we should see each other. And I was like, OK, cool. And I like hugged her. And uh, she's like, you're all right. And I was like, I'm just, I'm really sad. And I just said it like that. And mm. I walked away and it was like that thing where I was like, oh yeah, rather than go, uh, you know, be just sobbing or whatever, I can just go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad right now. Uh-huh. You know? No, that's it's, great. Where you're, mm-hmm. uh, isn't that the whole thing with like meditation or mindfulness? Or yeah. Just like yeah. I mean, you I'm, observing yes. your, you yes. know. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not saying anything that hasn't been said a thousand no, times. It's all right. no, but no, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care. Well, I mean, it's but, better you than, know. you know, like, I mean, it sounds like despite all of your rage, you mm-hmm. might still just be a rat in a cage. R- rat in a cage. I might, I think we all are. Uh, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's just. It, uh, you know, allowing yourself to be angry is a big thing I'm working on in therapy. Oh, yeah. Because my anxiety is actually not anxiety. It's fear of the fact of the feeling of being angry. Yeah. So that's really mm-hmm. awesome, man. And then yeah. to like, just if you recognize it and put it right, I think that's cool. Oh, thanks. And I mean, anxiety is also, uh, it's a form of depression. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, oh. I, I, I deal with anxiety too. And I'm kind of like, and then, uh, until someone who's in the know like said that to me, I was like, oh, well, shit. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, you don't that. think you don't oh. think you're depressed, but it no. is like this kind of like it's it's not a good feeling. You right. know, it's that you know you're on edge. And, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And all yeah, yeah. Where uh, I don't I don't get like the panic attacks though. That sound. Have you ever no, had a panic attack? I, I did, but it was only it was brought on by a by a <laughs> by a massive hangover back like about. Oh my God! This was two thousand eight. Yes, maybe? I want to hear this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I might have. Well, people, longtime listeners, I'm sure I talked about it on Ding Donger of Matt Bronger, but uh, I was, I was. There, there are these guys that I used to hang out with, uh, and I, I'm, I saw one of them in Brooklyn. Um, uh, my buddy uh, uh, Dan Aid, who plays guitar for like Nora Jones now, and like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's like he's like one of the best guitarists I've ever known. Oh. But like he was in this band called The Broken West. You should look them up if you guys anybody out there likes kind of like twangy rock and uh, alternative. They're they're amazing. I, I put them up there with like local natives, kind of like the national. But like they we me and my buddy Dwyer were were great uh, f- fans of theirs. Became friends of theirs, and through Dwyer, I used to hang out with those guys a lot. So they a lot of them, Dan and a guy named Chris. Uh, Pace, who I actually saw in Connecticut uh, recently, they uh, all lived in this house. And it wasn't necessarily a party house, but we would like go there and like drink beers and like hang out. And they had and, like Thanksgiving for me used to be one of my drunkest days of the year because I do like a really? I do a staycation. I basically do like well not staycation. No, I, I would do I would do a um I called it an expatriate Thanksgiving. So rather than go home to your family, you just hang out with your friends basically. Mm-hmm. And everyone who doesn't who's not from here gets together, which is almost everyone in LA. Yeah. And so, yeah, you friends giving, yeah, friends. That's exact. That's what it's called. So I would get together with these guys. And I remember this, just that Thanksgiving, I was just like, 
just drinking so much wine and beer and like uh was I, this is back when I smoked when I drank and like when I smoked I would be like like I, I not that I would drink to smoke but I would be like oh like okay I'm drinking so now I can fucking smoke and so I was like uh, I wasn't like, like a like chimney lid release. I just loved yeah I loved the feeling of it oh, just smoking yeah yeah, yeah uh. loved it and like so I was out uh Wait, you were a Virginia Slims kind of a guy weren't you No no not that those <laughs> Those are they. Those are so. Your face. Those are so so thin. They squeak, and you smoke them. <laughs> like there's there's nothing comes out of those. But like I just uh, I I remember like I just got I got super fucked up and like drove home like an oh, asshole. Shit. And uh, the next day I woke up and like oh I'm hungover whatever. But like uh, a then buddy of mine was like oh let's go see a movie. And we went to see um, American Gangster with uh, Denzel Washington and um, Russell Crowe. And so I'm in there watching the movie. And I'm just sitting, and I, there's this scene, the scene where they finally bust him because his whole thing was he would he would put heroin in the uh, coffins of fallen soldiers and ship them back to America. And one thing you cannot do is you cannot, um, you can't open the coffin. You can't touch them. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's sacred, mm-hmm. obviously, for obvious reasons. And so, but they, they, they finally get a court order and they're about to open it. And not that even it was, I don't think it was, I think it was just the, the t- that time but like I just felt this pressure building in my head and my chest, and it was just this feeling of. And I used to do jokes about it about how this is how much I don't want to be a bother. Uh-huh. Is like I was like holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, and was like rather than go help, uh-huh. I was like I'll just die. Oh yes, <laughs> and like oh, and like I didn't really say I would die. Honestly, if I'm honest in my brain, I was like, please God help me, please God help me, because oh, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was you that just feeling. Don't even know, yeah, yeah. And I just and then it and and I felt like you know sh- like a shooting sensation down both arms. Oh, it was horrifying. Oh and God. that was one of those. And I walked out. And I remember going to the theater and go. I was like, I think I'm gonna stop drinking for a while. And I said to, said that to uh, this guy uh, that used to be friends with. And I, I was like. Like I stopped for like a few weeks and then, you know, started drinking again. But like, yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't like, uh, but it, w- it, it was one of those things where if you do drink, if you, if you put that amount of substances in your body, like I, I, I went to a doctor and he was like, he was like, oh, that was just severe alcohol withdrawal. Like your body, what? your body had gotten so used to that that when it went away and it, it was like it's just like a shock to your system where it's almost like if you're oh, like shit, you're man. like yeah it was crazy and i've never had anything like that since uh or before oh, yeah. you learn your lesson with shit like that yeah but it, yeah it was absolutely that 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 horrifying you know thing of like that's that's like when when we we're always like hey you know don't do coke it's bad it's like you know one thing to say is like it it, it can give you a heart attack yeah. You can't just have one randomly at a party. Totally. And that is like, wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like that thing, that sensation of I'm going to die right now. It shoots and down your arms. Help me. Oh, God. You 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 literally, over <laughs> the course of one holiday, turned yourself into an alcoholic mm-hmm. and then like had withdrawals. In a way. Yeah. In a way. That's amazing. Yeah. And then was and so was... scared of like zombie heroin induced <laughs> soldiers or like. No, I you know, I don't think it was. <laughs> That's that could be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what did it. I just feel. You know, it was like I was uncomfortable the whole movie because I was fucking hungover and I was full of anxiety and I was like sweating, and it was also and also like also like it didn't help. I bet that, everybody like, could smell you. It wasn't. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't sopping. I wasn't like that. Honestly, really. Yeah, okay. I didn't. Okay. It was just That's like so gross. around. I hate people. It like wasn't that. like I. Okay. I will say I've never gotten that bad. Okay. But like, oh wait, no, early twenties once. Okay. Uh, but like. 
uh, I only remember that because <laughs> I, 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 I remember someone, that because someone like. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was, I was out with a friend, and we went so fucking hard, and I was like, I can go harder, I can go harder, and I don't know why I kept. It was almost like a science experiment, and like. My friend was like, Some people my friend love was like, that. I can't believe how much you you fucking drank. And I'm like, yeah. And I still was like, fine. Like, not fine, but like, wasn't, I didn't get alcohol poisoning somehow That's or whatever. Crazy. And then I, you know, the next day or the next night, I went to, I w- this is when I was an improv group and we all went to dinner first and I was like, yeah, I had a rough one. They're like, we can smell you, man. Oh shit. And I was like, really? oh, and that's the only time I've okay, ever had okay. that. Wow. Uh, but, but, um. Anyway, uh, uh, it didn't help that in that time I had that panic attack. I also smoked probably a pack and a half of smokes. So like that takes all your vitamins right out of your body. Does it? So you have yeah, oh yeah. If you like if you if you smoke cigarettes, you should take vitamin E in a pill form every single day. Oh really? It just it just, it just rips it all out of your body. That's like I, mean, I had no idea. I, I've said this. Uh, I think of the podcast, but I remember there's a guy that I was talking to at a party. He was much older than me, and I was like smoking, and he came out, and he was kind of like a fatter guy kind of drank and stuff but he was like he's like hey smoke huh and i'm like yeah he's like my doctor told me you can do anything you want but do not smoke it's like that's really? not true yeah, 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 but it's yeah. like it's one of those vices that if you're gonna pick one that's like the worst fucking one because it just one, huh? it just tears so much shit out of your body oh my but. god so you guys were condoning heroin <laughs> over yeah it's good try that over. try that sweet h <laughs> ride the white horse uh okay let's hear the first call Hey, Matt. How's it going? I got a question for you. So my wife and I just got a a puppy a few months ago. He's both of our first pets, and we're super excited. We love him so much. He's a little cockapoo named Jim Beam. He's the (laughs) best. He makes our life so, so happy and way more better than it was before we had a dog. But because he's a little puppy, um, our sex life has kind of gone downhill. Uh, like he requires all our attention all the time, and whenever we do have a chance, you know, just to do adult stuff, um, we I don't we like we put him in his crate because we we can't like we have to keep him in a little enclosed space. We can't like let him run around while we're doing our thing, and uh, it's it's just awkward. Like he'll he'll cry because we're there. And we're not playing with him, or he'll just do that really weird thing that dogs do, and they just stare at you, <laughs> and like, it's kind of creepy. Um, and even like, my self pleasure sessions have gone downhill. Like, I'm not gonna jerk off in front of a dog. That's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to jerk off while someone's crying and I, right next to me. So, oh. you know, the only, t- uh, yeah, never mind. Oh, where did that go? So, just wondering, what should we do? I'm, uh, it's taking a toll on us a little bit. I love the guy, but you know, I want to, I want to do it. So, thanks, love you, bye. That's great. We all want to do it. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough, dude. Uh, that's 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 the dogs do love staring at you when they're doing. Dogs love staring at you when they're pooping or peeing. <laughs> Or when you're fucking. Uh, so the question is like, help. My dog wa- yes. my dog keeps watching me yes. fuck. Tell, yeah. yeah. Tumbles totally loves to watch me yeah. while she takes a shit. Like mm-hmm. she's like, you're going to pick this up. That's it. <laughs> she ain't wrong. Staring right at you. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I think it's got to be, man, because look, if it's crying every time you're not in the room, obedience school. Yeah. You got to send that dog. You got to do that because it's, 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 and it also it's a puppy who knows it might mellow out, but I think you guys look at how much you can stand to afford, uh, go to a reputable, uh, school and drop the dog off and pick it up in four days or whatever it is. Uh, Cause it's, cause it's, cause it's not gonna stop, and this thing is not gonna learn. It just, it's, it's needy. I wonder. That's separation anxiety. Yeah, I wonder if it's a boxer, cause I know boxers have like the most high anxiety and separation. A friend of mine owned two of them, and every time he'd leave the house, it would just tear the shit out of everything. Huskies apparently are was, that way too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be. So you gotta like work on that mm-hmm. uh, separation anxiety. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Uh, that's like me on my ovulation day when my boyfriend's gone all day. I'm like, that's a terrible. Please, please don't make that noise in the mic. That's a terrible example. <laughs> please don't. Uh, Sorry, everybody. It's fine. it's fine. So look, man, I think uh, I think you got to do the get to bite the bullet and spend the money. Uh, I don't know any other way. This is you know you can put a dog and and honestly. Maybe your neighbors are chill with a yappy dog. It's gonna live if you put it outside. If you put it outside in a in an include in a closed yard, or shut it in the basement. I don't know, but sometimes some of that shit is is healthy for it, where it recognizes like, oh wait, I need to just be by myself a little bit. But then again, it's it's a puppy with unlimited energy, so it'll probably just yap its ass off. So I think I gotta go with the the school and. Um, Good luck, and I hope you guys can uh, can do it without a dog around. So <laughs> hang in there, man. Hello, Matt Bronger and Amanda. It's Ian in Alabama again. I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> things got worse. Oh, no. I ended up fighting for my job. I got it back, and then within a month, uh, I was once again demoted. Ah. Because fuck everything? And yeah. Uh, so I, the, the, the company that I work at, I can't really take a stand at. I'm not going to say what the company's name is for fear of possibly getting fired if it turns out one of my management staff listened to this podcast. But it's uh, owned by a very famous Sam. (laughs) And you get a lot of stuff there. And it's not Walmart. It's the dumber version. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I yeah, I've been busted back down to being just a regular floor person. And the reason why I got demoted was not for crabbing tits. Because I am a gentleman. Um, and and uh, the hours that I work are, are atrocious. So I was trying to uh, move to a different department. And it turns out, I found out the day before yesterday that my general manager is blocking me from moving to said department. Mm. And I just, how do you cope with with working such atrocious hours? 
and not being able to see your partner, who's my lovely wife. And, yeah, I don't even really exist anymore, I feel like. I, yeah, I wake up at, like, 2, I get off at 12 p.m., a.m., yeah, a.m. I don't even know what time it is anymore. I'm calling from my lunch break. It's, like, 7 o'clock right now. But, yeah, I just, how do you, how do you cope with it? I just really kind of want to throw my voice out to the void right now. Uh... Come back to Huntsville sometime soon. I would love to see you again live. Bye. Well, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, yeah, I, you know, we were just kind of talking earlier about how we uh, are really happy in our lives but are having kind of the ups and downs of our respective careers. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I had a great weekend where I got to see some old friends. And, um, you know, I didn't actually kind of – I, I rather than and I think this is healthy focus on what the my little foibles I have right now in my career I didn't kind of unload on them just because I didn't even feel like it and this morning the thing I talked about with my wife one reason that was kind of bubbling up is because she was like well she's like you 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 only share this shit with me the problems you have with with you know stuff but it's 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 not necessarily that simple Basically, where I'm getting at right now with you, man, is uh, you said, you know, your partner, you said your lovely wife. Let's focus on that for one second, that you got someone in your life that is very special to you and you are very special to them. You got at least half the world beat right there, that if you have that kind of thing, uh, it, it it's amazing. So then back to your career. Um, there's not a lot I can tell you that sounds like fucking pure hell. Uh, I'm sure you've looked at other options, but I would continue to look and then kind of look again because I know the place you're talking about and I'm sure it's made itself, excuse me, burp, it's made itself the only game in town where you're at in Huntsville, but I don't know, man, it might be time to, to pull up stakes and go someplace else. I think so too. Cause it's, uh, you know, places like that. Uh, and you know, and it's all over Alabama. That's all over America. Businesses like that have made themselves the only game in town where you don't have any kind of protection. Those places, uh, have no loyalty, but to the almighty dollar bill. And that's every business. I'm not saying there are all these amazing, amazing, uh, businesses that focus on, you know, being good to their fellow man as much as the almighty dollar. But the problem with those businesses it's not only that they, they don't have unions, it's it's also that they will never give you uh, uh, like what, what I would consider a livable wage or uh, a set amount of hours unless you've been there for like years and years and years and years. Unless you've given up like a massive chunk of your life, you're not going to get whatever uh, that, mm. that, that prime set of hours is, the one you're obviously looking for. And, and, and that guy's holding you back on promotion. So... I would look at it for what it is. It's a wall. You've hit a wall. Yeah. So I think you just want to go around it and just go go something because you're. I think I think this maze is done, and and I would. It's easy for me to say, but I would just stop chasing the cheese. There are so many places to, uh, you know that 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 have employment that have um, you 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 you. 
you're being held back, but it's not as if you did anything. And you, as you said, and you, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, someone I'm imagining with a, with a, a, a resume that doesn't reflect that you work hard. So that, that's, that's my advice to you because it's like, it's, you're, you keep in a good sense of humor and a man is right. Like you sound like a great dude. You sound super funny. And like, um, you, you, you sound like you, you have a happy attitude despite all this. I mean, from what you described and you were not like tearing your hair out on this call and screaming your dick off and being like, fuck everything, man. I'm sorry. I'm fucking losing it. Like it's, it's, if, if, I'm not getting off until midnight and I'm not seeing my wife and like it's just like and he lost he feels like he's lost himself totally absolutely and he's like I'm just I've lost myself I'm just screaming this or what he said I'm putting this out in the universe and yeah. you know my, the, out the, to the void the void the, the fact that you you still have a sense of humor about it uh even in your darkest moments shows I mean I'll pay you a compliment right now like I'm honestly not really worried about you because I think you're going to see some options and you're going to you're going to go someplace else and yeah, turn it around. You're, yeah, you're definitely likable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, like, look, just uh, see see what, if you really, really, really want to stay in Huntsville, see what else is out there in, in Huntsville and, and and be creative. I mean, just, uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of places. Not necessarily low, lower your standards because, obviously, you're, you're, you're working that job that you hate. They're not that high. No offense. But, like, look into things you never thought of doing. So, I don't know what those things are. I'm not going to just you know, pull random options out of my ass. Cause I feel like sometimes we do that on the podcast where it's just like, well, what if there was a, and it's kind of like, it, it makes me think of the thing about my therapist that kind of drives me the craziest about him. Where if I'm talking about my career, he'll be like, well, why don't you try? And I'm like, dude, please have tried, please don't, yeah. you know, yeah, well, yeah, and also yeah. he, you don't he used to be in the business like you know, peripherally about 15 years ago and things have changed so much and he'll still try to offer one of those and it's he's just trying to be helpful but sure, sure, sure. you know it's kind of this like hey man so it's like yeah. i don't want to sit here and go i mean i've been to huntsville once one day one night did that show flew out the next day you know so like i i know nothing about huntsville or alabama for that that matter so i just would rather you know uh <laughs> yeah i think also for how much it how miserable he is how much he's lost himself how much he's like lost the happiness pieces of his life like this doesn't make sense and you're gonna burn out or have like some big health issues come up Absolutely. because of stuff like this because of stress like this because of and you know i i mean i can only, i can only make so many assumptions but i'm assuming this place if you go somewhere else you'll get like three to five dollars an hour less money and i understand that that sucks and that's hard but damn like is that gonna be worth Mm -hmm. you know like some happiness yeah right? and yeah just so try, give it a shot yeah but i think you're you can, right he like you i can, like your cheese thing stop chasing the cheese yeah it's, it's it's you hit a wall on the maze yeah so find a new maze <laughs> hope that helps brother hey dipshit hey queen man i love the podcast big fan of you i have a question for you when you fold your uh shirts do you fold them or do you hang them? I'm talking about T-shirts. I hang mine for more room, but my wife folds hers because she likes the way they look all folded up. Need your advice. Save my marriage. <laughs> Hail Lucifina. Have a great day. Oh, thanks, man. I fold them. I fold them and I put them in the, uh, the drawer. Uh, I feel like hanging T-shirts stretches them out. 
I'm uh, a hanging t-shirts person. Okay. It's so and much- maybe they don't stretch them out. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just... But you have, like, super light girl shirts. Yeah. They don't I mean, hang that, that I guess. I don't know. Folding is so many extra steps to me. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to... I mean, also, I feel like also like- I stretch the neck taking them off the hanger. Because oh. I, you know, you probably don't wear a lot of crew necks, you know, like these. Yeah, yeah, so that's you, true. So they probably just hang. So that's it's like... True. I think, man, it depends on what your what your what your what hanger you're using. Like, look at the next year shirts. Are they getting stretched out a little bit, even though you're being careful? My preference is folding. Amanda hangs. Mm-hmm. Take that as you may. So I think I don't know if we can uh, save your marriage rather than help you save it, where you make an informed decision based on on uh, on what you want to do. So. Uh, Pros in terms of hanging, yes, there's more space. You can go sh- 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 and look at everything much easier. Uh, <laughs> pros folding, no stretch neck. So it's yeah. really, you got to weigh your options. Or or you could be, you know, they have those videos if you Google them where people can grab a shirt in like some corner with a weird arm configuration yeah. and then just like, and then mm-hmm. boom, it's like folded perfectly. Because sure. I can't fold i don't know i have like a folding dis- dysfunction mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just why i don't like doing it because they're always end up like super weird looking i mean i have like a little ocd with towels i guess sure. but sure. i mean i really went through a lot of martha stewart videos to like semi-fold a towel well, and, and i also i like I, my thing is with the with the t-shirts i don't it's just i just just do you know put it on its on its on its on its face fold in the back like once two and then fold the whole thing in half and then flip it over so like that's what i do every time and it's like like on the bed you like not, lay every uh I, or i'll do it on this i'll just be watching tv i'll do it on the edge of this couch oh yeah oh, okay yeah because it's like i just it's it, i it's weird i i don't mind folding laundry because i feel like i'm doing something that needs to be done mm-hmm. whereas because all day i work on writing or promoting stuff on social media and you're like is this is this good for anything and I feel like if I if I'm folding, is this going anywhere? Is anyone seeing this? Yeah. Especially writing, especially like working on jokes and working on you know write whatever the script or whatever. You know, you're like, will this ever get anywhere? If I fold a shirt, I'm, I know I'm going to put it in a drawer. And it'll be there. Same with like doing like you know dishes or cleaning and stuff you like that. Never feel like it's the never ending thing. Like these no. never end. No, these because, are never but like fully. but. While you're alive, maintaining your life, nothing ends. You still have to do sure. everything. You still have to, you know, you still. It's okay, it's sensei. it's just one of the things that never ends. But oh, okay. but I don't mind it. I think it's just it's. Look, I just make anytime I do it, the TV's on. If I'm if I'm folding laundry, I get to watch TV. So it's like it could be the middle of the fucking day, and I'll turn it off after I'm done folding. And go back to what I was doing, but it is uh-huh. that thing where it was like like your Saturday morning cartoon. I think night. I mean I think that's real. That's it's funny. I never really thought about it, but that is what it is. It's like giving myself a treat while I'm doing the thing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. because I, because it's just like otherwise it's just me and just folding laundry. Or I mean maybe I'll listen to a record. It's just gotta have I gotta have something else I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Almost like I used to really love. And I still do. I like like going and um, getting lunch by myself and then and like reading a book. But it's like it's it's like I like those two things together. Mm-hmm. So it's like you apply that to other shit. Like one mm-hmm. of the things you don't love doing, but you do the other thing while it while you're doing it because you can't. Yeah. So that's a great idea. Yeah. It's funny. I never really thought about that, but I do. <laughs> I, ne- I never said to myself, I get to watch TV while I'm folding, but I just did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's so interesting to me. <laughs> so you're working so, on a new hour. 
you're working on a new special. Yeah. Because we're almost done. Mm, okay. And so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's. I wanted to make sure before this ended, I didn't know about oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. I am. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, well, I have, I have a record that I recorded at the end of last year that's going to come out, I think, beginning of next year, uh, just because of space with the record company of like, you know, how much time do we need to promote it and, mm-hmm. and la, la, la. And then, so I'm, I think I'm doing a, a, a special in February, I think maybe. Oh, no way. Yeah. So it's, so now it's kind of like the hour's just about there and I'm like moving parts around. That's why I just, I just did a Portland last weekend and it's um like, I, I, I usually when I play Portland, I play a theater and this time I'm playing five shows uh, in uh in a, at, at Helium. So it's like, I'm going to like, just, well, I'm, why am I acting like it already happened? I don't um, know. I just want, I don't know. It's like this, this it's is okay. because you just feel like it. Cause yeah. it's just, but so that's fine. Yeah. But that's why you're doing five shows in Portland. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like stopping myself and checking myself. Cause I'm kind of like, well, this is coming out this week. And so I'm, I don't want to fucking be dishonest and be like, yeah, I was already there. Cause I was just thinking, what if, what if it, something horrible happens or I get killed in Portland this weekend and then you have to play this next week and it's like, wait, why is he lying? So yeah. Uh, I'd be like, uh, in honor of the ghost of. Matthew Bronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> in his honor. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm just going to be like moving stuff around while I'm there. So okay. yeah, that's right. But so anyway, yeah, I got a new hour that I'm working on. That's exciting. Yeah. I and, don't know about the process th- of how to do that. So I'm going to ask you about it. No, it's, in it's, pieces. you just, you just go up as often as you can and just try to build. I don't do that thing where, uh, if I, if I, I shot a special, I recorded an album, I can't do any of it ever again. Cause I'm just like, well, I feel like if I did that, I couldn't just go someplace and do an hour that I would be proud of, you know, because it's like because some people will do that. But like, I don't want to necessarily like dick around for an hour and 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 just I feel like people paid money. Mm -hmm. You know, look, if it if it's come out, if the specials come out, the albums come out. Yeah, I'm not touching that shit because Mm -hmm. you've seen it. Mm -hmm. But uh, but what about with. What about, sorry, you go ahead. No, no, but 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 if it hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. you know, like I had been doing stuff from the old hour, I'm not now, but like what I did from the end of last year, mm-hmm. because it hadn't come out. So it's like, fine. So I, my worry is like someone has, and there, there are occasionally, there's one bit that I did off finally live in Portland that I will still sometimes do because I feel like it brings the room together and it's kind of like a weird message of unity that is also kind of like revealing a fucked up thing about all of us uh-huh. so it's like i'll sometimes occasionally throw that right in the middle of the like the set and be like you know and people be like oh that's the only one i'd heard you know but for the most part you want to err on the side of if they had a chance to see it or hear it uh-huh. don't do it oh so it's not like with music where you get like the best of not like, at all oh man i love that hit they better play that hit like people I love that people feel that way sometimes there or are people like, that are like seeing hey, matt live is just you know i want to see that joke live no people people do they're like you didn't do wildcatting or you didn't do uh you know owls or you didn't do um uh you know any of the my most downloaded like bits and i was like yeah that's couple years old i don't even know if i remember how to do it anymore uh-huh. you know oh. it's not that's interesting that would yeah. be interesting bringing people like comedians around to do like some of their first well yeah and i know i know that Patton oswald and brian regan occasionally do this thing where they're like they've done their hour and they're like all right if there's any jokes you want to hear call them out and the people call them out and they do them oh whoa and really like, yeah and that's I, cool i did i played ball state and it was this co- it's a college and um i they put me in the fucking stadium room they put me in this like f- 
you know, I don't know, 5,000 seater or something insane with like, I didn't fill like an eighth of it, but like, uh, so uh but, but it was, you know, it was just, it was, I made fun of it a lot and it was, you know, cool. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, but like, um, at the end of it, I was like, Hey, if I didn't do any jokes, you guys, uh, did, like you wanted to hear, call them out and no one called them out. And to me, it was the funniest thing in the world because they didn't know who I was. They just showed uh-huh. up for like the comedian. Uh huh. Sure. And sure, it was like, sure, they all sure. had fun. I did well, but it was just this funny moment where you're like, whoop, I guess I'm not there yet. Hey. You know, but. I I'm, I've thought about doing it now, years later, mm-hmm. but I don't know if fucking if I could remember my jokes. Oh, honestly, yeah. yeah All right, everybody, submit Matt's favorite bits to advice from dipshit <laughs> at gmail Sure, and I'll see if I can... and I'll see if I could put you on the spot for it. Yeah, okay. That could be we could throw that on Patreon. Is you trying to like? I'm not gonna tell you what they are. I'll just have a little list. Well, the thing I the thing I want to do is like because I get so many questions about like whether oh did that really happen and did this you know and I would like yeah when I tell a joke it's like I embellish it but it's like if I said it really happened it it really did so I could be like all right well here's the story behind that okay cool you know? oh yeah so for sure yeah it, absolutely it. all right I'm gonna encourage over the next couple episodes that people email email in about that okay. put you on that that would be fun yeah that would be fun all right. Uh, the number to call in, everybody, 323-763-0228. Thanks, guys. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.